everybody, welcome back to What Women Binge. We have my good friend here today, so excited. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. I'm not clapping for myself, I'm clapping for you guys because I'm a big fan. For you. Huge fan. Well, you're a huge fan of the show, aren't you? I am. I love your show. You shut up. You don't actually. I really do. I watched every episode. Really? I'm so flattered. 100%. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it. You do, do this thing where you make people feel comfortable and even the people that, that are watching. So it's, it's, it's kind of comforting. It's like, oh. it's like a comfort food for me. Oh, that's yeah. so happy. <laughs> we are here. We made this work. Um, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about, but we don't want to take up too much of your time. So we'll that's jump right. right in. Okay. Um, oh my God. Well, I want to talk about your show that's doing so great right now, Ted. Yeah. You are on Ted. Yeah, I am. I know. It's it's really it's funny. Uh everyone's like, Oh, you're on another kind of hit show. I've never been on a show that was a hit that I've like started on like ER was a hit after I'd already been on it. It was, it was, you know, it was a hit way before. And like party of five was a, was a, like a sleeper hit, but there were two other dudes on it that were way better looking than me. So they got all the attention. <laughs> um, you just didn't have so, a name like wolf or Fox. That's right. So. Right? right. That was the, that was the, didn't have animals. <laughs> right. Exactly. So this is the first time I've been on a show that like, kind of just took off so I'm, it's all new to me i love it there you it's great. Go. yeah that's awesome yeah it's um it's so but were you in the movies no so how so but you've been like dear friends with seth mcfarland for yeah. a very long time is that is that does that stem from american family like where does that it comes from i don't i grew up with this this girl in new york city named kim furtman that we were best friends since we were 10 and then you lose touch because high school and I came out here and she stayed there. And when she got, when she came out to LA, she got a job working for this guy named Seth McFarlane as his assistant. And she introduced it. This is like first year family guy. And uh, he's nobody yet. And so she introduced us and we just hit it off because he was, he still is. He loves like eighties, you know, pop culture. Yeah. And yeah. and I was like, I did these crappy movies called Critters. And I was on these sit sitcoms <laughs> that if you saw them, you saw them, but no one else has ever heard of them. And he loved that stuff. Like he loved, he was like, you were on two episodes of Who's the Boss? I'm like, holy crap. How do you know that? <laughs> so we just, we got on uh, really well. And that just turned into one day he called me and said, can you do a voice of a 14 year old for this show called American Dad that I'm writing because Family Guy's getting canceled. And I came up with one voice and thank god he didn't go oh give me another version of that because i didn't have it i was like this is the only <laughs> it's the only voice that i had and that turned into that's 20 that's 19 seasons now so you know voiceover that yeah. is like my dream job i can't quite i think i just have too distinctive a voice and i can't manipulate it like it's why i'm right. not a good singer because you sing right, right? you're also I in the sing. band yeah yeah and if you work for seth McFarlane from tv you've sung with us I, i've actually played the tambourine wait you what did. is the band from tv Band from TV is like a group of actors that do charity. We're, we're in a band. We only do cover songs. We don't make people listen to our original stuff, you know. <laughs> um, and it's just a blast. And we show up for charity events and we raise money for charities and stuff like that. And Hugh Laurie actually started it. But then he. Oh. Yeah. It's he, Hugh Laurie. He, it's Greg Grumberg yep. on drums. It's uh, uh, Jess, um, Jesse Spencer. Jesse Spencer. Um, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, and then Nick, Nick, um, does Nick play with you guys too? Nick, Nick still does. Nick's actually the one this morning when I couldn't get my computer to work. Nick, I woke Nick up and he gets on my Zoom link or whatever we're on here, and he's like walked me through everything. So Nick's a good friend. Yeah, I love Nick. I love it. And you guys kind of switch out sometimes, right? Whoever can't be there, like you don't. You're not and all always. No, together. yeah, and it's whoever. Like we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna tell Greg Grumberg later that we chatted. He'll be like, we got to get her for the Vegas show. 
because we're doing another one. So he's I want to go to Vegas. I'll be calling you. Come on, yeah, both you guys. We just was, come up on stage and sing a song. It's, it's that simple. So when we were at Chicago Comic-Con, they had their big performance after the Comic-Con. I think it was like a Saturday night. And we were still having to get up Sunday and, and be nice to the fans. And um, and we had, <laughs> they gave me the tambourine. I was out there and I'm like hitting that thing. That thing will hurt your hand. Yeah. I was slapping it on my butt. I mean, I had bruises yep. all over the next day. I'm yeah. like. <laughs> you were great. I think we, we all had. There was a couple of drinks involved. I'm not saying you. Were, but and I, I don't use it. It's very fun. Right. Two Gin Melissa is Amanda's nickname for me is Two Gin Melissa. That's what I'm. Two Gin. Oh, Gin's powerful though. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only thing that gets me hyped up. I have wine or anything. I get a stomach ache or a headache or you know tequila will make me angry. So if I have gin, I'm just like, yeah, let's go. I think I had. I think I was three Gin Melissa that night. But I want one right now. (laughs) Right? They're so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's it's that it's it's funny. Kim Furtman, who introduced me to Seth, to this day, she'll tell you too. She does not pay for a meal when we go out to dinner because I'm like, you set me up on this cartoon that's lasted 19 years, so you don't pay for anything. The voiceover artists, like, I get so jealous because I'm like, my friend Tara Strong, who was on our show, she's like one of the greatest. They make this living. Like, you guys, like, get you get to kind of just, like, be in your street clothes, sitting behind a mic, having fun with it. Like, yep. You could do like That's five great. episodes in an hour and like. Yep. And you do it at your house now because of, you know, COVID and yeah. everybody set up their home studio. So it's real easy. Yeah. So That's can awesome. you give us a little, can you give us a, a taste of the voice? Well, what happened was, is I came up with this very violent version of what it be- ended up becoming. And I would do this with my neck and I went in to do, to do this. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, good, good. Now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did. Cause it's one, it's ugly. And it doesn't sound great. So I just went like this, and then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. And uh, that was it. And it's it's kind of a combination between uh, SpongeBob and Urkel. <laughs> there that, you go. Really, I, really I, I, I'm, I I'm knew that. Everybody off. But he's he's more of an attitude, Steve Smith. Like he's he's suave, but, you know, he's a nerd. And he he screams a lot, so it, he just really took advantage of uh, maybe just me. I don't you, know. I, he knows I'm you. So to, well. I'm starting to really look like him though as I get older. <laughs> I, I, I it's funny they say you look like your dog, but actors I yeah. think look like your character. Yeah, exactly. So that that's that's that, and then that just turned into everything. I think I only work for Seth now, really. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so you, just, then you did. I mean, so how many seasons of that has it been? At nineteen. Oh my. Yeah. God. Yeah, and oh, we're still we're still one of the only shows that does. We do twenty four episodes, Melissa. You 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 guys will know. Yeah, that. everybody does ten these days. Yeah, but we no, we're a, we we still do. It's most of my year. It's awesome. Great wow. gig. Great that's gig. great yeah. gig. And then so then yeah. you did Orville. I mean, yeah, that, well, there, I mean, I'm not. We're, we're jumping around a lot, but like, let's talk yeah. Band of Brothers for a second. Ah, yes. Oh, that is so, a, okay. So the funny thing about Band of Brothers is, if you look at my kind of career, it all stems from one audition so like i auditioned for this pilot called birdland that nobody saw it was like six episodes of brian dennehy in 91 or two whenever we did that and the producers and writers of birdland ended up doing party of five and the person that cast party of five ended up casting band of brothers so everything that i did had something to do with that first uh pilot i went and in on really and, got. Yeah. And, and it's it, it's just a testament to you know be nice to people be friendly and be good to work with and maybe they'll keep hiring you so i got band of brothers uh, through Meg Lieberman, who brought me in. 
Wow. And said, I want you to audition. And I did. And then I went to see Tom Hanks. And that was that changed my life, that show. Oh, my and gosh. And then you yeah. rolled all the way to Oppenheimer, which is now – are you going to the Oscars? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I've, I, it's, it's, so, it's so funny. Um, I've, I'm such a – if we want to jump to Oppenheimer, I'll tell you that, which is <laughs> – yeah. No, no, wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, Pause. Yeah. Go back to, sorry, we do this. We're like so ADHD. Okay, I love it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back, Band of Brothers. So for someone who's never seen it, can you spell it out for me? Um, it's, you know, there's one woman in the entire thing. So I'll <laughs> spell it by that. That's yeah. sisters. And she has the, the lovely, there might be two. There might be a, like somebody sleeping with somebody later on when the war's over or whatever. Um, but, the, but there's one woman, it's all, you got to commit to it or don't like, it's just, and it's almost like game of Thrones in a way yeah. where it's, you get this, you know, you're, you're following somebody and you like this person and obviously probably going to die. Cause it was the war and people did. So it's a little, it's, yeah, it's definitely a commitment. I mean, I haven't seen it in 15 years. Just did you watch it. Do you watch your stuff back? It depends on what it is. Like I didn't see Oppenheimer for months and months and months. Finally, somebody said, you got to go see it. And I did. But it was. It depends on how I feel. I look in it. It's so it's so vain. And, oh, it's all based on vanity. It might be. Because uh, I don't really want to go. I don't really want to watch the acting. I'm not, you know, critical or anything or insecure well, nothing, about it. I always say there's like nothing you can do about it. Nothing you do. Yeah. It's like done. So yeah. why? I, don't know. I loved. I loved watching ER because that was a uh, weekly, and I was like, you know, there was something fun about watching ER. But I have no rhyme or reason to why I don't or do watch something. So no, but that makes sense though, because with ER, when you're watching it, you can do something different next week or remember Good that. You, I feel like sometimes if you don't watch your stuff, you don't know what you did exactly. So like watching like it, a test. yeah, like watching it week to week, like you're building on something and you might've yeah. forgotten some detail while you're reading this script, but you, that episode comes out. And so right. ER is interesting to me because I get served all these little nuggets of shows, especially like old shows when I'm on Facebook or Instagram, like doom scrolling. And ER has been one that I've been getting served over and over again. Oh, really? Of sudden, out of nowhere. Oh. And ER, yeah. Grace Anatomy, all those like medical shows from the 90s and early 2000s. That, there you yeah, are. That's a, that's a commitment because that's like 450 episodes, right? You don't I know, start, but you don't want to start that now. It's so good. That's the problem. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm on only shows. I'm trying to get back to like, I just did Lost with my husband like last year. I warned you about that. It was that. all year. Then we did 24. It's like, these yeah. are big commitments. I want to go back to like Grey's, ER. ER, like the first season was like my jam. And then oh, I think I just got like too depressed with some of the, like once I had started having kids and like some of the sad stuff and kids stuff, like I can't. Yeah. One, your favorites. But did you work so with Kelly? Happy. Did you work with our, our friend Kelly Martin? No, he- they had, she had, she had died on the ship. Nobody's watched it. So she dies on the show. I shouldn't have said that, but whatever. Um, no, she, she hadn't. But I remember when I started ER, she had told me some things to look out for. Like oh, or yeah. to watch out, like you know, this and this. There's nothing you know bad about yeah. people, but here's how the show runs, and that's, well, that's you know, it. yeah, that's another it's version of like, like that. it's tricky, right? Yeah, it's tricky to yeah. step into, I'd imagine. And that's I've a, never like, done it, but I'd imagine <laughs> it was. But but again, that's like an ongoing, reoccurring thing in my in my career, which is I really believe I was supposed to do two episodes of ER, right, and then quit. And I actually filmed the scene where I quit, and then they came up to me and like, we're bringing you back. I'm like, I'm bringing you back. Just quit. We're bringing you back to kill you. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll come Aww. back and you kill me, whatever. And then I oh, did. So you die too, like, spoiler alert. No, I don't. This is the, oh. this is the, in the third episode, they bring me back. They realized that like, I'm cheap 
and they're going to kill off some of the big money on the show, right? <laughs> so they killed somebody else off, and I rode the show for about 20 more episodes, and then they made me a regular. So, was it Catherine Heigl? No, wait, that's crazy. Man. No, that's crazy. Who was it? No, they kill it, was off? Paul, it was Paul McCrane, the one-armed guy. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Yeah, they killed him off. He was making... I actually just saw that snippet the other day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? The helicopter. It's, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And it was great for me because I did the show for six years. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I love it. So You know what I mean? Like, I really believe, guys, that if I had auditioned for a regular on ER, they would have gone another way. But because yeah. I snuck in there, yeah. did a, you know, a couple episodes, and people went, oh, you yes. might be okay. And I mean, then You're like best friends with everybody, too. You're like... That that might be the way. Just Are you best I'm friends kind with of Russell a crew Crowe? guy. Isn't Russell, Russell Crowe like he is my one of my best friends? Yeah, bud. that's is a, he, that's is a he weird. In LA or is he is he in is LA he a lot? Is he in LA he, or Australia? He's in Australia all the time. He hasn't all been here. I haven't seen Russ since before the, uh, the uh, pandemic, just because oh. he just he does everything out of Australia now as he can because he doesn't yeah. not that he doesn't like you know the United States. He just his family's there. So, yeah, but, but we do this, we, we FaceTime and uh, we still write music together. Cause we are in a, we are in a band also. Oh, what's that one? how many bands are you in? <laughs> Wherever they want me to sing. <laughs> it's called indoor garden party. And I didn't name it. He did, but when he's paying for it all, let him. Right. <laughs> so what kind Absolutely. of music does indoor garden party? Play? Indoor garden party is original music. Cause Russell is a really terrific writer and we right, write a lot together. It's, it's kind of like it's a whole records compilation of basically middle-aged men and uh, this wonderful uh, girl named Samantha Barks who was Eponine on Broadway. She's in the movie Les Mis. She oh. so you yeah Samantha Barks is incredible. We are lucky to have her. Um, and it's just uh, it's kind of pop, a little bit of country kind of music. And you know before COVID we traveled everywhere and sang. It was a blast. Uh, we don't make any well. we don't make any money or anything. It's just. Uh, it's just for fun for guys to pretend fun. they're rock stars in the in, you know in their fifties. I love it. Really, so I did yeah. a deep dive and have to fangirl for a second. So uh, uh, you do that, Amanda. I'm going to put on mascara because I told you. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just right this here. This is with what I love. This is what I wanted to see. I'm right here. You go for it, Amanda. What do you? What do you actually, deep dive? Your mirror is actually in front of you, isn't it? I'm in a vanity. I sit in my vanity because it's the best lighting. <laughs> that so is you, amazing. While she does her mascara, yeah. you did Star Trek. I did well. Ready for? I did an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, right? Yes. But here's a great story. My buddy Will Wheaton, at you know, uh, called me and he was like, "There's this little part where we're doing this. Me and you take these two girls into the holodeck and we go on this fake ski trip and we da 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 da. And you break your leg and whatever. So I show up. I get to be on this set. I love all those guys. We film it. They call me afterwards and they say the show is too long we have to cut your entire story so if you watch the episode on the You're dvd it's it. different will you see the back of my head in a bar scene and whoopi goldberg just goes right past me and you just see the back of my big fluff i had huge head of like hair at the time it was very orange so you can't miss me but they <laughs> called me and they're like do you still want the credit and I yes said, I yeah i want the credit so remember t when tivo came out yeah remember? and you could go to tivo it said Star Trek Next Generation, episode 212, whatever, starring Scott Grimes. Nice. It yes. said my name. And I was, I, I remember I took a picture of it. I have it somewhere of that because it's because it's not starring Scott Grimes. He's hardly, he's not in it at all. But <laughs> people still show show. up. People still show up at autograph signings with a picture of me because on the DVD, there's one scene of me trying to talk him into going to the holodeck. That is 
You know, I wonder, yeah. I was cut out of uh, Crocodile Dundee and I wonder if it was, if I was credited for it. I don't think so. You this is in- why we need the brain on here today, but I'll Google that for um, you. But also, yeah. when I, Scott, when I looked you up on um, IMDb, you come up, you're the second Scott to come up. I always think this is impressive. Behind Scott Glenn. <laughs> Scott Glenn. I love Scott Glenn. The I don't mind him at all. Right? No? Or is he no. an actor? He played an astronaut. That's just so funny that you used to said that. Scott oh. Glenn played Alan Shepard in The Right Stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah, he was in Silence That's of the Lambs, The Born, yeah. Identity, The Hunt it's for Red gorgeous. October. He's in Backdraft. Backdraft. Yeah. Yeah. Vert- vertical Limit, if you want to watch a- uh, But you're the second Scott. I think that's impressive. Wow. Does that mean something? Somebody told me recently, my age, agent called me when Ted took off, and he's like, you've broken the top 100 in the star meter. I'm like, yeah. what is that? The star meter used to be- know that. Before I before like Instagram numbers or Twitter numbers, you know, now they now casting looks at that, but they used to look at the star meter- and yeah. you have to have an IMDb Pro account to see the star meter. That's probably and right. which means you have to pay for it, which I'm like, yeah, um, right? but you, the more people hit on your name, the higher you go on the star meter. So I don't know if that's no. if it's like a now an algorithm with your where your name ends up with your with like let me see. I, I want to see what, I'm gonna see what I, my name shows up. Just oh yeah, yeah. Just for poops and giggles. Like the uh, like the girls, the girls in Ted were like top ten. Oh, I'm way down, you guys. Oh, wait, I didn't <laughs> not after it. this interview. I didn't write Melissa all the way. Hold on. I got to add an A. So we got Melissa Benoist. Moist. I never know how to say Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Melissa Roush from Big Bang Theory. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa O'Neill. Melissa George. Melissa Peterman. Melissa Barrera. I'm not even on the top list right now. I don't know. I'm going to. Um, what can we do? What can we do to make all to right. change that? Everybody just go on IMDb and type in Melissa. Right now. <laughs> right now. If everybody does it right now, it'll just like shoot up. My my OCD brain, I have to. I'm doing it right You're now. You're doing it? You just yep. want to? Just I have, don't to. have to, but let's do it. Everybody pick up your yep. phone. Go to IMD, IMDb, which by the way, if, if people it. at home, I don't know if this is just like an industry thing or if people use this, but like my husband and I literally watch movies with IMDb because we want to know how old everybody is, what else have they been in, all yep. that. Okay. Stuff. I do the same thing. I found it. There it is. And here's the weird thing. Oh For some God. odd reason, if you look at it, I'm I'm oddly cockeyed in that what? only no. look, at it. look at my eyes. Straight in the eyeball. This is impressive. Uh, when I when I see that picture, it looks like I'm cross-eyed. That's Will Wheaton and I in my fluffy red hair. I love oh, it. I the orange precious. hair. Well, and to wear that Star outfit. Trek, so you got to wear that outfit. That would be yeah. like a dream come true for me. So she's it she was. named one of her kids after a Star Trek character. So she's a big Trekkie. What what character? I have Riker as my son. Oh, <laughs> and that's Jonathan Frakes, right? Yes. Who I who who directed a bunch of the Orvilles in the first yes. season. I love Jonathan. That's oh, where he got on the show from. for us. God, oh, I would love. Gotta, I'll text him. I really will. And I'll, after this, I'll say stuff. you should go on their show. I don't know if I could handle myself, y'all. Like he's a charmer, man. He's a charmer. I'm really, telling you. Like I met Patrick Stewart once and I burst out into tears. Like I have chill about me, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle Jonathan. There's certain guys, there's certain dude, both of those guys, right? Together in a, when they're in a scene in Star Trek, I'm like, oh my God, look at this. Amazing. Yeah. They're, yeah. So Amanda, don't you find bras to be so uncomfortable? Uh, the wrong bras, I do. The wrong bras are so uncomfortable, right? It's like the first thing you want to rip off your body when you get home. I've been known to do that. I, I've perfected the art of taking a bra off through my sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Just get yes. it off any any chance you get, right? I don't have to be that girl anymore. Ask me why. Why? Because I love Skims. Skims. Skims has changed the game. I mean, with Skims, 
I never want to rip my bra off. I mean, to be honest, I actually went skiing in it the other day. I went skiing in my Skims bra, like my underwire bra, which not I never- Not a sports bra, but Not a sports bra. Skims I bra. wore the actual Skims underwire bra and I wore it while skiing, which is like something I've never done before. That's incredible. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. And normally, as you know, girls in their sweatshirt era, it's a no bra situation. But today, no girl, I am lifted up Define gravity in my fits everybody uh push-up situation even though you can't see the cleave it's there <laughs> i love it i love it the fits everybody is my fave too it's, and they have oh. so many not only bras i mean they've got so many items but skims you can shop skims bras if you go to skims.com and they're now available in 62 sizes they have a 30a all the way to a 46h that's incredible right any other bra line do that there's a no bra for bra. everyone. Yeah. It's literally bras for everyone. Plus you get free shipping on orders over $75. Yeah. And y'all, that's, that's multiple bras because they're affordable and they're amazing. And they're, and they're soft <laughs> and they're comfy and they look great under your clothes or without your clothes. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you when you go to skims.com to get your skims bra. So just after you place your order, you select podcast in the survey and then select our show. That's what women binge in the drop down menu that follows. And thank you skims for sponsoring what women binge from star Trek. So Orville now Orville, yeah. like a star Trek kind of spoof, right? Yes. Tell it, us it, about it, Orville. It, it, what it is, is it's Seth's version. He wanted to do a real like dramatic Star Trek, uh, uh, not ripoff, but like sp a spoof. Fox at the time said, no, 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 no. It's got to be Seth MacFarlane. So he had this idea. He's like, I'll do the first season kind of goofy and kind of sending it up a bit. And then if it hits, I can do the show that I wanted to do. And that's what he did. It didn't really hit. So he took it to Hulu instead. But that is a, another cool story of being at a Christmas party for American Dad and Family Guy and having him, this is this will show how long ago it was, like him and I would go outside and have a cigarette when we were young and dumb. And he, he said to me, it's about six years ago, he said, I'm thinking of doing this TV show. And his exact words to me were, would you ever consider television again? And I remember going like, did I ever not consider? Like, I didn't, I haven't, <laughs> he put me on some pedestal that I didn't He's believe. Like, oh. like, I'll do anything. I don't care. I'm like, of course. But I think I faked it and was like, sure, for you, I'll do it, I guess. <laughs> I'll take a you know? step down. <laughs> but uh, he said, I'm thinking of doing this show. And I never thought about it. Six months later, we're at another party. He's like, I'm still thinking of doing that show. And it worked out. Like it's. It, 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 it must be so nice to have friends that are like, I have this idea. You're in it. I'm like. Yep. I, now, by the way, I still had to go like, because there's network people involved, you know, and they want to be able to make the decision. So he did say, you're my only choice, but you still got to come in. And we got to make sure that it's all working. So we, he brought me in. Him and I did like I a mean, cool reading thing. Steps. Like that's not, you know. Exactly. And then we. get me we, on a screen right. test on his next, on Ted yeah. season two? <laughs> sure, he probably loves you. I'll text him <laughs> well, later today. So I got to text Jonathan Frakes today. Seth. Tell <laughs> Seth. Give Seth my number. We'll and, we definitely, and we need Seth here too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. I think that'd be awesome too. He, um, he Yeah. He would love to do this. So now, now let's get to Oppenheimer because then, yeah. of course, we have to get to our big project that we worked on together, our huge yeah. movie that's, that's still, like still, huge. still one of the best times I ever had. Career. One of the best times I ever had. Um, so uh, tell us about Oppenheimer. So how did you, how did that come about? Oppenheimer was, I got the audition, right? And it was just put yourself on tape. Um, I was, I have this condo in Studio City. My buddy Scotty came over. It was a scene. It's like a modern scene. It wasn't even from Oppenheimer. It was just like, here's seven lines, like one page. 
you're talking to your secretary. I did the thing. I knew it was for Oppenheimer. So you kind of do it a little bit historical or weighted in something, whatever. And that was it. I know I was like a little transatlantic accent. I, I did the kind of like radio thing. Like, what do you mean? Miss Puffcarly, you know, that you throw, <laughs> you throw that little voice in that sounds like thirties radio or something kind of a little bit. And I had this big old beard because I was growing it. I thought I was going to have a beard for Ted. So we were just trying some stuff. I had this huge beard, which looked exactly the opposite of Oppenheimer. I looked Amish. And I, two days later, I get a phone call from Chris Nolan's office personally on my phone. It wasn't Chris Nolan. I love that you're like Chris was, Nolan, like Chris. Like <laughs> Chris, Chris. Yeah. You know, you're one of those. Yeah. CN. It doesn't work with CN. But <laughs> right. um, and it was from the office saying, we'd like you to be a part of Oppenheimer. And I was like, oh, my God, uh, who, who am I playing? And they sent me three pages. Right. All marked. It said Scott Grimes, Scott Grimes, Scott Grimes. You know, so you don't want to three pages. I didn't get to read a script and it was just Rob. It, all it said, I had one line in the sent in the Senate scene where I lean over and whisper something to Robert. Right. And I cool. I go, I drive myself to Santa Fe, New Mexico. I shave, first of all, which is huge for me because you, you guys, I don't look the same when I shave this beard. I look completely different. Some people say I look 10 years younger. Some people say I look 30 years older. You, you never know. Like you never know. Well, that's, <laughs> I was young and had good skin then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I drive to Santa Fe. I get, I'm almost done the story, I promise. I go to the set. I'm not working till the next day, but they want to take a look at your hair and they want to cut your hair and shave you and all the things. And I walk in and I, they, she made me take my glasses off. I don't see great without these glasses. And there was somebody else in the makeup trailer. And we just, I didn't know who it was. I couldn't see them. There's hair dryers going and we're just having fun. Like we're razzing each other and something's going on. Some kind of fun, you know, back and forth repartee, if you will. <laughs> and I get up, I leave, I put my glasses on. I walk behind the chair of the person and it's Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I had no idea it was you. We don't know each other. And we laugh, whatever I leave. The next day I go to the set, 4.30 in the morning. I get wrangled with a herd of, herded with a bunch of people, extras and all this stuff. And I'm in this room with a hundred people. And the first AD comes up and he's like, Scott Grimes. I'm like, yeah, I got really scared. Cause I'm like, How, I haven't done anything to get fired yet. And he takes me down the hall in this, to this, to this little office. And Chris Nolan's in there with Robert Downey Jr. And Alden Enreich. I never say his name right. He's a terrific actor. And Chris, I walk in and Chris goes, hey, thank you for shaving. I was like, I didn't know I had a choice, <laughs> which I didn't. And then he goes, Robert had this, uh, Robert had this idea that because you're his lawyer, you should be next to him in every scene. I'm like, I think okay. that's a great yes. idea. <laughs> I had the same idea. And it was two weeks of them just throwing me lines here and us just being there. And it was one of the luckiest and coolest <laughs> things to be a God, part of. You're like, you're like the golden, you like, you, I, I don't like, know. That that one though has nothing to do with anything that I did. Cause I hadn't really done anything yet except really chat with Robert. Your charisma, you know, the way you yeah. vibe with people. Instant Maybe. friendship. It's all about Maybe. you. I mean, that's and now, and now Robert, like, Robert helped my son through uh, uh, rehab, uh, and he, he Robert's a big FaceTimer. So his wife actually said something to me that in that two weeks, he like handed me the phone. He goes, my wife wants to say something to you. And I'm like, hello. She goes, listen, he's going to FaceTime you. Don't think you have to answer it. He's just, that's part of his process. And I'm like, it's all good. She was right. Because like every night. Like, mm, or- it's usually mornings. 
um, mornings, a couple times a week, you'll just get it and you just got to be ready. Right. Cause I'm not a good FaceTimer. I'm, I've, I, you know, I'm just not, I gotta be like, okay, this is Robert's You're thing. You're doing Help great me. here. I like right, you, right? you didn't start with Bob or Bobby or you I know just stick I'm not with there yet. Robert. I'm not there yet with him. RDJ. But, uh, I don't know what we RDJ. Call him. That's who he is Iron in my phone. I don't know what you call him. <laughs> call him. Iron I would just, I mean, it would be Iron Man for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but he did. And I, I will say this. Um, I'm, I've never told anybody this. My son went through a really rough time and we were up in San Francisco and I was trying to find a place for my son to go. Cause he had been struggling for years and years and years. And I was down by myself in the bar at this hotel. My son's upstairs sleeping. And I decided to text Robert and be like, hey, dude, can I have a second? Or can you call me at some point? My phone FaceTime rang immediately. Like I pressed send and it rang. And I, I leave the bar to another room because you don't want to be sitting next to someone at a bar and it's Iron Man's on the on the on your yeah. screen. <laughs> and he said, where is he? I said, he's upstairs sleeping. He goes, I'm calling him at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. I said, okay. I hung up. Next, I go upstairs. I tell my son, 9 a.m. tomorrow, Robert's calling you. And 9 a.m., my phone rang. He said, hey, Grimes. I'm like, all right, Scotty, good to see you. Fuck off. Give the phone to your son. I want to talk to him. And I left the room and he 45 minutes chatted with my son and everything's been amazing since whatever's happened. It's just, yeah. that's who Robert is, man. He's a good friend, a good person. And yeah. it, it, was, it changed our lives. Whatever he said to my son, yeah. it was really and cool. And punctual so, as well. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, he called it nine. Robert, punctual, nine. helpful, friendly. Jeez. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Really, yeah. That's good to know, actually, because I don't, I've never heard a story about him before, like one way or the other, really. I feel like he's one of those kind of otherworldly actors that you, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like you don't hear too much really. He immediately gets rid of that though. Like he, he, with crew members, with actors, he tries to find something that connects you and all that goes away. He's the easiest person to be around. Now we're not best friends, so I'm not going to sit there and yeah, say that, yeah. but on the set, just because I had to. He's a warm and caring guy. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. awesome. And, and my job on that movie, I figured out was to have you know, be, there were two people in the scene until I arrived. And then when they decided to add the third, I was like, my job here is to just be the eyes that Robert can look at. Mm. Right. Just, yeah. just as an actor, whatever, you don't have a ton to do Grimes, just look at him in the eyes. And it, it was awesome because, and, you know, that's gotta be so hard for you. Cause like, I know like, cause you and I can bounce back and forth like you, I mean, more so comedy drama, but like, I find that like when I'm doing comedy, it's like, boom, boom, boom. It's yeah. fast, it's moving. And you're like, and you're trying to work that timing out, but everything's like kind of fast and furious. And you get so much of your detail from your dialogue. Right. When you're doing something right. like that, you're trying to pull story, backstory, you're trying to figure yeah. it out for yourself. But you're also trying, that was a hard one for me because, you know, Chris would just put a camera on me just to have, see what I came up with, but you don't want to mug either. Yeah. You don't want to like, because then he'll never cut. Not to you. too much eyebrow movement, right? You none. Botox helps. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, not too much. What? Yeah. Huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I did one thing in it that people comment on where I, they, he just, I decided to get a bowl of soup, and he actually used it, and he cuts away like Robert's saying something deep about, and you're just this, and I'm like, you know, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the only oh. good moment I think. Hey, if I they have. put it in the edit, yeah, yeah. So that was just a a wild experience of two weeks of my life. That was just, Oh, it was so awesome. Where'd you so film that? You said Santa Fe, right? Santa Basically Fe. where it took place. Right. Oh, okay. They built oh, wow. I didn't that. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. 
It was great. What a fun project. I mean, what a fabulous project to be a part of. Like you've just, Seriously. I mean, everything you touch is gold. Like it's, <laughs> I, I don't know about, I don't think I had much to do with that. Life one. Something? Come on. Yeah, like, please. Let's do it. Well, we did, we did. There's such camaraderie in like. Well, that coming to me to that, I know what you're going to say right now. I was more honored to when you, I think you, did you call me or through Kelly or something? Like, how did I, that work? I, 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 through Adam or Kelly, one of our friends. Well, I had your number, I think. But And you were directing, which I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And she wants me to be a part of it. Um, and boy, did I have fun on that. It that was, was my directorial cool- debut for a feature. I'd only done TV shows. And uh, Lifetime wanted me to do a Christmas movie. And I thought, no, that's like where careers go to die. I'm not going to do that. And then I was like, well, if I get the, because it was really hard for me to get directing jobs at the time. So I was like, if I can direct it. And they were like, well, will you be in it? I was like, I'll take a smaller role. It was a movie called The Santa Con. And what's interesting about that movie is it's one of the few Lifetime movies that's uh, male driven. So Barry Watson plays the con who leaves prison. I play his sister who gets him a job as a mall Santa. He promises this kid he's going to get his parents back together. And Scott is uh, the dad, but he's an alcoholic. And yeah. um, and he's and so the mom's pretty much left him, but this kid just wants his parents back together for Christmas. And so it's more, one of the more heartfelt, like it's funny, Truly. but it's not that funny. But this was a really hard thing to cast because the role that Scott played had to be like, you had to be like the alcoholic who was still likable because spoiler alert, you, we get you back together with your wife at the end. So you right. still, even though you come right. and destroy the Christmas concert with your rant and your, you know, screaming right. at your kid on the stage, like way to go, buddy. Like you still, you had to walk that line of like being likable and still being the guy who wins the girl when. Yeah. I remember you and I talking about that. It was so. I also weird. love, I also love when I first read it is like, here's this alcoholic. And I, I just pictured Melissa going, who are we going to get? Scott Grimes, alcoholic, <laughs> right there. No, no. It was more like, who can we get to play dramatic but right, also make it lovable, you know? And so yeah. my friend Alimi Ballard was in it, too. He played the bad guy, and Barry Watson was fantastic. I mean, it was just such a fun – we had John Ratzenberger from Cheers, of course. Yeah, and I Jaleel. Been, oh, my gosh. Jaleel. Right. Jaleel oh, my gosh. Which, 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 which is one of those things that I remember – first of all, I remember we all going to that cool uh, restaurant. Bar Boy, I still bar taco. Well, I shot it in Connecticut. I was like, I will only do this if I can direct it, shoot it in Connecticut. So we shot it in Connecticut and bar taco had just opened on our river. There is a beautiful river in Westport. And I made everyone stay in Westport, even though we were kind of shooting a little bit out in Bridgeport. But we were staying there and Bar Taco had just opened. I just met the manager. So I kept getting these guys in. But you and Barry went there like every single night. Every single night. Every and I would get so jealous. It was jealous. a cool, well, was a cool moment. I was, such a, I was such a big fan of Barry's. I was such a big, I love Jaleel. And just, I remember being that there's this tiny little bar downstairs at the hotel that we used to sit at practically every night and just talk. And I'm like, I'm sitting here with Urk. Oh, I, can't, I, should start with Urk. <laughs> I was just such fans of those guys. And it was so cool that you put that group together because we still text each other. Like I still, I still keep in touch with both of those. Oh my gosh, you just I me. love all of your yeah. friendships. This is yeah. the coolest like little web. We had such yeah. fun on that. Yeah, with right. The- we got bored, I think. it's Well, I didn't because I was directing. But I think you got <laughs> – you and Barry did this funny thing. We found this app, which at the time, like, remember, this uh, was like – we're talking about like 13 years ago, I think. My maybe. talking pet. Yeah, that's my talking pet. Mm-hmm. So you'd put the camera on an animal, and the idea was it would move its mouth and move its eyes. So we started doing it. I can't believe you remember the name of the app. We started doing it with, like, things in magazines. Magazine, so, like yep. – you did one with your toothbrush. That is probably my favorite video I've ever. You did my toothbrush. Like, hey guys, 
we were doing a night shoot and you sent it to me yeah. and Mary. You're like, hey guys, what's going on? You still working? Oh my God. Well, oh well, good luck to you guys. I'm going to sleep or whatever. You're like, it was so it was funny. so fun. This does still it exist. I'm yeah. Oh, I still have it. I still have it, but I'll be honest with you. I don't use it often because it was so much fun and we did so such good ones during that movie that I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? It's never going to be as good. We were shooting in a church and there were these old like knitting catalogs and there'd be these guys in like silly sweaters, which were like, like leaning on each other or skiing or stuff. And we would make their ma- Oh, you, you were Barry made one of them sing. Um, oh, a song that I, it's like a classic Led Zeppelin song or something. And every time I hear that song, I'm like, yes, yes. I like, remember the, yes. this, this <laughs> it was pet. a good, it was a summer. We did that. Didn't we? It was, yeah. It yeah. was, it, yeah. It was super hot. It was like the yep. hottest summer in July in Connecticut. I was wearing leather pants. Barry and I had to do a scene in a car, and it was like roasting me. Leather pants. Yeah. I, I was always so. I always remember the first day. I was on your. I think I was in your first shot. Remember we we shot at that bar. Yeah. And I'll remember you were a tiny bit nervous, and the second you you did something directing wise that I went, that crew is now hers. She, you were secure and confident. And I was like, that's how you do it. And I, mm-hmm. I always keep, because that's a, that's a tough first day, right? Yeah. Any, 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 any director on that. I'm always, day, yeah. I'm nervous. Like <laughs> my sister was the onset photographer and she was nervous. She'd never, she was like 19, never done photos before. She's like, I go, are you nervous? She goes, hell yeah. I'm like, me too. Let's do this. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just stepped right in. It was great. It went really smooth. I had a really good time. Well, that's I the one the one compliment I get when I direct is that I know how to command a set. So I'm like, all right. That's exactly right. Without being without being like mean or oh, yeah. angry. Or like get yeah. the work done. Everybody wants to go home, right? So let's yeah. do this thing. Yeah, it was great. That was fun. Well, we, have to, we have some questions. We hey, you guys talk about Ted before we jump into oh, questions. Let's oh, Ted. Shoot. yeah. Why we're here. Yeah. Oh my God. That's right. We could go. We could go so for hours. You and Ted. What else? We really could talk to you for hours. Now, that's the problem now, with us. Yeah. Well, now, now that's kind of a similar thing where we were doing Orville, and Seth told me he was thinking of. Well, he had to. He was kind of obligated to do Ted through the deal he had with the with Peacock Universal, and uh, he. But it was he. I didn't even ask, and he was like, "But there's nothing in it for you." I was like, "All right, dude, relax." So now I'm. Now I'm like. Why? Why isn't there? So I, I, you know, cause not that I wanted to work with him again, but you know, I was like, okay. And he kept, I'd go over his house and we'd have a couple of drinks and he'd show me people that he was thinking of for this monster of a father and <laughs> never, never talked about it. Never did a thing. And then one day he said, I can't find anybody, man. Do you want to, do you want to audition? And I'm like, sure. But he, he, my relationship with him was so close at the time that I I was like, oh wow, now I feel weird about auditioning because I wanna, yeah. I don't want to mess, I don't want to disappoint him or the people that he's sending me to. So we set up something like this where I was auditioning in a in a in a thing like this, right? And I had all my the words because I cheated and put like some stuff over here because you're talking there. Why not, right? Yeah. yeah. And I got so nervous that I pretended that my internet went out. <laughs> and he's texting me going, dude, we're waiting for you. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. My internet's out. I was just, I just didn't want to do it. And sometimes I do that. And sometimes as actors, we do get scared and yeah. we go, we burn the whole thing down because we just don't feel like it. And I said to him, listen, I'm going to put myself on tape right now by myself and send it to you when my internet's back up. And he goes, okay, fine. And I did. And that, is the audition that got me to whatever the next thing. Cause I really believe that if I had done the live audition on in that very moment, I would have screwed it up and not gotten the part. So 
he uh yeah and then from then was he reading like so when you did it yourself did you have anyone reading because my daughter my daughter i just found the audition recently on our on the the computer yeah my daughter was just doing it with me and i'd i'd had a beer just to get relaxed because this guy is a he's a you know another alcoholic there (laughs) i'm playing you got got a type there yeah yeah i might yeah um so yeah and that just it was it was such a gift because i had so much fun being at the, on the ground floor of it you know yeah. they cast they cast me first and then we tried you know the wife oh, they cast you was, first that's awesome yeah so then we then i got to be a part of like the rest of the getting like alana Ubach, who who was just who played my wife who's just unbelievable um so that was it was great Is she maybe gonna <clears throat> like um maybe you guys get like get divorced in season two and like you need like Wouldn't a she, few- she has to Yes, exactly. By the way, when I just said Alana, I'm like, why didn't we think of Melissa? For that? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Second but wife. Second that, wife. Yeah, exactly. There you oh, go. She. If you if you if you haven't seen the show, which you sh- should or shouldn't, if you have kids running around the house, don't. Definitely don't. Oh, no. I oh, watched, watched it. No, we watched it, but I was like, yeah, I felt, I felt pretty... a little like, ooh, I got to make sure I turn the volume down on this one. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a perfect. I thought that the show was going to disappear because of what it is talking about. But it was the opposite. People went, okay, I guess we can laugh because it's in the 90s. And because all these yeah. lines are coming out of either a little bear or this monster bigot, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, I guess it's okay. And it's teachable. And, you know. Yeah, that's can, the thing. There's like there's yeah. something nostalgic about it. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. it was all and I feel like, food. you know, it, yeah, it's just like it's free conversation in a way. It's like that freeing kind of conversation in a way that's like wrong, but like you said, like you can kind of take things from it and everybody's kind of correcting each other at the same time. Right. So it's like, you You, can't, you you can't, you know, you had to make him, I said to Seth, we have to make him so over the top loud all the time. Right. So there's like my, my son and I, my son commented on, he goes, it's got, Dad, you when 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 nobody's even arguing with you, you just loud. And you just talk <laughs> like this. You're like, yeah. They just have to. You had to make him such an idiot that people went, oh look, he's just an idiot. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed doing that. You know. I well, really, and oh, every single leaned person, into it. I like. I who, did. I did. He was watched or grown up in the '90s or you know '80s and '90s. Do you ever watch TV? It almost has like a Roseanne like quality. It's just like. Yeah. You're a right. little too close to home, a little too crass to be comfortable. Right. But it's so funny and but everyone can that. find something to relate to. Like right. walking that line of like, ooh, is it too much? Is it too but Seth, that's what Seth's always done so well, right? He that's loves he, to, he, he loves to make uh, audiences un- a little bit uncomfortable. It's like here's the line, let's go yeah. over it a little, then we come back. Then we yeah. go over it, yeah. then we come back. I, I, imagine what we imagine the things we didn't put in. Oh, I know. Say. I cannot I imagine what's <clears> on the floor. Yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> it just there was a lot, but it is. I, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> Turned I, out the cringe funny. factor is so there. Oh man, I'm, I'm thanks for saying that, and and I'm just truly happy for Seth because uh, he hasn't, you know, Orville didn't take off the way he wanted it to, even though it's this kind of little cult hit. And I'm just happy people are seeing who, what he could do because he directed every second of both of those shows to yeah. watch him work. Is like wow. How do you? How are you? How are you handling all these hats that you're you're 
you know, wearing. It's unbelievable. Wait, so I'm happy. Directing, who's doing, does he do the voice of like, <clears throat> how do you do Ted when you're, I mean, I obviously worked with a, an imaginary cat for a long time, but you know, back then, <laughs> things were very I mean, do you have anything there as reference? You have like a stuffy, like you always had a cat that yes. was called stuffy. That's what we called. That's what we called uh, Ted stuffy. Ted. I swear to God. They gave us one about three weeks before we started. They gave us one to like, I'll never forget. I rented a car and the guy was cleaning out the rental car after I returned it. And there's, I forgot Ted. So this guy has to bring me my stuff. Who's, you know, he's big. He's, and he, he's yeah. expensive and because he looks like Ted. And it was odd. The guy, here's your. <laughs> Wait, you have your own Ted? Hold on, I'm confused. <clears throat> yeah. Wait, I'm gonna make you go get Ted. Ted. It's not, it's uh, down in the, it's, it's far away in, the, in this garage <laughs> that I have down there. But I do, I have, they gave it to us to, to kind of practice. Because yeah, the, okay. the one thing that was tough for the first week was if I'm sitting here and Ted's in front of you, right? But they're talking over there. Seth's talking over here as yeah. Ted. So you immediately want to uh, turn to where you're hearing the Caroline Ray would always yeah. look at where the cat was talking or because our cat, the live cat, had to have a beeper. It was on a long pole, like a beeper, so the cat would look up. Well, Caroline oh. would look up when it would beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. And yeah. Seth's, Seth's being recorded, so I think you were asking. He's wearing yes, this live. kind of vest and this hat that is, and he has these monitors in front of him that are recording him just where he turns. So he's, oh. but he's not looking at us. He is like, let's say it's a dinner table scene. Yeah. He's looking at the monitors directing at the same time while looking to where maybe my character's sitting. No way. Just, oh yeah. He's, he's, and it's so magical. So he's watching the scene, but he's also in the, no. I mean, I guess it's, it's like magical to watch. direct at the same time. I guess it's sort of. You know, because you're yeah. getting the if you're looking at the person, you're getting the performances firsthand. So you're as long as the yeah. and you trust the camera operators to get to tell you if it's soft or whatever. Exactly. You know? He's like a conductor of his own. Yeah. You know, his own thing. It's. Oh, it's, that's wild. It's, I didn't realize yeah. he was. I was thinking the, in this day and age, maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he'd have like a script supervisor or somebody read his line, so then he nope. would go and record it later. No, because the comedy. If you, I mean, if you've seen it, the comedy really just comes from him, and we're just yeah. jumping on board of that because his pace is the show. Do you guys riff or is it like all very scripted? We do a little. It was tough for me to riff because I was afraid what would come out of my mouth <laughs> if you riffed this guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But they did that a lot, like Ted and uh, and um, John. They yeah, do. Yeah. They would do like alternate takes that would go for uh, too long sometimes. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't because uh, it was pretty specific what I had to say. <laughs> that's good yeah. i feel like i would be the same way a little yeah. bit nervous to go off yeah. book but but the mustache the hard part about ted for me was growing that mustache because oh, i will so tell you real. oh that's real and that took I'll tell you guys right now it wasn't that's just impressive. your average mustache it's not like i have a mustache here yeah right which is no, if it's I like this, it was yeah so it grew from the top and so you it took a while so all the layers of it oh, and people oh. hated it out in the world I remember one specific time I'm at a grocery store and she's beep. She's doing my stuff. Beep. And she keeps looking up at me. like <laughs> She goes, is that on purpose? <laughs> is it on purpose? Or the other one was, is that real? I'm like, no, no, I'm wearing a fake mustache at the grocery store. <laughs> Wait, did you have to like split it and push it to the side? Like you could, but I do. I chose not. No, I chose to like that. Like yeah. Wait, how much food did you get on that thing? I was pretty. Uh, self-aware of that. I never wanted that to be an issue because you, you, you don't forget a comb that. Just oh, yeah. I had to. I had a comb. Oh, and I, I, oil and I, all that. I did. I did the whole conditioner. I, it was... Uh, I, and it I, kept I, smelling good. You can't add garlic. I hated it. That. Nope. 
onion. <laughs> yeah, no, it was terrible. <laughs> and people really had like visceral reactions to it. They just well, didn't great, like it. Great, because that's the character, right? Yeah. What a perfect, yeah. yeah. What a perfect set piece in a way. Yeah, right. But if we go right. again, I have to, I have to, I might I do the fake say, one. Next season, yeah, what are awesome. you going to do? Yeah, I might have to do the fake one. That's the, <laughs> if we get picked up. <laughs> So, thanks yeah, for watching the show, like, guys. Gave it bald like a baby and glue it on. Yeah. Keep it easy. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's what I'll do. <laughs> well, here's okay. So here's our questions. This is our this is season 10. So these are our season 10 questions. So okay. and they're all questions that we've had on if you've watched the show, like you said. Yep. Oh, they're I'm all excited. questions we've had on previous seasons. So okay. um they're like the favorites. All right. First one is movie you feel you should have watched, but you haven't yet. Um, that's pretty easy for me because it always comes up as citizen it's there's two. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. <gasps> never seen it from never even in a moment. And the other one would be Citizen Kane, which I always start and can't get through. It's it's a, I have to say, we even oh, saw it the recently. I do fall asleep quite a bit in that one. It's got a little slow part in the middle, but it's yeah. it's so fantastic. I'm going to do it after this Worth just it. because. It's a Wonderful I, Life. I know. I think it's something in my brain because everybody says that they, 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 uh, they cry. They You're, cry. Uh, yeah. Well. But you only it's like cry avoiding at, horror. You probably you don't avoid cry at a sad yeah. part. You cry at a happy. The only crying. Oh, happens okay. Happy it's a happy. Those are, cry. those are worse though for me. That's those not are, true. Oh. There's more crying than just in the happy part. Just at the very end. Come <laughs> on. Watching it. I, I watch it. I gotta wait till Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I don't think you have to wait till Christmas. It's a black and white. It's a. Per, it's okay. Not, it's on a read. It's like you gotta watch. It's like so perfect. You guys have pushed it forward. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Um, all right. Is there a villain that you loved, a TV villain that you love to hate? TV villain that I love to hate. Probably yourself, um, Ted. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, it's also, it could be ER. I was kind of a villain on ER. Oh. Uh-huh. Mine would be only because I watched this show with my daughter. Well, you know, when you, that, that first show you remember kind of binge watching with your daughter, which was uh, uh, Pretty Little Liars. So it's that character oh. A. Oh, it would okay. be her. Or, or the other one would be the Borg from Star Trek. Oh, and no. and the TV show and the movie, even though you just said the thing, because in the movie, the Borg woman is one of the most gorgeous things. I've, I still have dreams about the woman that played the Borg because she well, was uh, beautiful. Have you watched the new Picard show? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole Borg storyline. Ah, right. Okay. Unbelievable. Well, I love that whole movie too. That's it. So yeah. Any one of those. I'm only supposed to answer one. You're right. I'm, I'm going. No, it's fine. You can. Okay. No, you can do as many as you want. Do you have a favorite book genre? Sci-fi. Or Michael Crichton. Who, oh. If Michael Crichton did, which he's done sci-fi, like Sphere. So yes, anything Michael Crichton, but it's usually science fiction. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, well, first of all, I'm a singer, so I don't love karaoke because I think if I was sitting there and like a good singer got up, I'd question that they're only singing because they want the kudos for it, right? So the one song that I do end up doing is the just the one line of want it on Dead or Wanted Dead or Alive. <laughs> the person, no, the, no, but the person sings it. Um, he sings just the wanted part, just the Richie Sambora part. Just that's it. Wait a minute. I'm wanted. Want it. That's it. <laughs> I'll help anybody out with that. That's, That's funny. That's I mean, really I, good. I like I like a good carry. Here's the funny thing: we, uh, Amanda and I, on our, on my birthday a few years ago, went out and just moved to Nashville and went out on Broadway. And instead of going to like any of the honky tonks that would have professional singers, we decided to go to a karaoke bar, which is probably the only place in Nashville you don't want to be because it's the only place that singers there's not good. They singers. actually sound good. 
It's a oh, real Oh, yeah, right? I, I forgot about that. Like, of course if you go right. to church in Nashville, you're yeah. going to have amazing singers. But don't yep. go to the karaoke bar because anyone that can sing is already on a stage in a honky-tonk. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Did you sing anything? They wouldn't let us. They never oh. let us up on stage. I think we were yeah. too old. They were like going for all the young hot girls. <laughs> and we were like in our, well, I was in my 40s. Amanda's in her 30s, but I Thank was up you. there like, you're like, nah, you're old. So you can oh, wait. Yeah. yeah I don't love doing karaoke. I don't love karaoke. I, I'll, I'll, I like to watch it. I like people, yeah, watching. Yeah. It. yeah. It's a great time. Yeah. Um, is there a re- reboot that you liked better than the original? It, is this television? Anything. Either. Yeah, okay. movie. Um, it would be for me, uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've just binge watched them all. Recently. Oh, really? Yeah, start to finish. They are the yeah, and my, it, my my son and I did. I just think he's incredible, and yeah. Oh, I it just started watching. Yeah. My husband and I just watched Reacher. We just started Reacher, or we just watched the first season of Reacher. I want to. I can't imagine the Tom Cruise movie version because. Reacher's like the Hulk. I mean, he's huge in the TV he's show. He's huge, that he's guy. He's a monster. He's got a square yeah. head and a big yeah. neck and like bulging yeah. and powering over everybody. But then the movies are good. The movie's good. It's but two Tom movies, Cruise, right? I yeah. can't imagine Tom Cruise yeah. playing that. Like, because I can see this guy kicking everyone's ass, but like, yeah. Tom, I don't know. I got to watch it because I'm so confused on how Tom Cruise can play that role. Don't, if Tom comes on your show, don't say that though. Cause he oh, no, like I wouldn't. That. I wouldn't. No, I know. Cause I think we're about the same time. Tom, I have a question. Yeah. Don't say that either. Like come up don't say my that armpit. Either. This is why, this is why actors like, like male actors like me on yeah. as they're like, love yep. interest or whatever because i'm little so i make them feel big sean, <laughs> so sean aston i remember little. didn't you work with sean aston yeah. who's, who's yeah a sean guy Lord, like everyone yep. that's sort of like a little bit i mean barry watson's like six foot something like yeah. he's one of the tall ones but i feel like i always make guys feel they're always like oh good someone's smaller than me <laughs> <laughs> um all right what was your first concert um my first concert was kenny rogers at the Aww. Kenny Rogers at the Boston Garden. Yep, at the Boston Garden. And the reason I'm, well, of course, you remember your first concert. He did this kind of gimmick at the end of his concerts where he'd throw, he'd sign Frisbees and throw them. (laughs) And my sister, well, my sister caught one the second she caught it. Now, remember, I'm seven. She's eight, maybe. And the second she caught it, the crowd when I, this is an eight-year-old girl holding this frisbee, they're going after it. They're trying no. to steal from it. So she took the frisbee and put it under her shirt so that nobody could get it. And we got back to the car, and the autograph had smudged off. Oh no! So now we just have a frisbee. Oh frisbee man, frisbee. Yeah, but my no, but you know in your heart that that was signed once. Yep. Now I feel I like you need to do that for um, the band from TV. You need to throw out Frisbees. Right, Frisbees. It's a smaller crowd, so I might hit them in the face. Just They're going to be right there. Hey, I was at a Monster <laughs> Jam. Like- little mini ones. You know, the yeah. little yeah, you're right. one of those Monster Jams, and they throw out those like Frisbee drone things or whatever. As, yeah. And I turned to my, my son's like, I want one. I want one. And I went, no, you've got enough. And as I turned back, it smacked <laughs> me in the face. Oh, no, you deserve it. I'm kidding. <laughs> Then they I'm were like, sorry. here, you can have it. I'm like, fine, here. So I just were making a point of like, you will not have one. You cannot have everything. Other people get things too. <laughs> and then I get smacked in the face. Karma, there you go. Yeah. Uh, what, would you, what would you like your epitaph to say? Epitaph? That's like what's on the gravestone? On your, yeah. Right. You know, it's so funny. I wrote that everything doesn't have to be a giant story. I would like it to be something like uh, gibberish, but thoughtful enough where people stand there going like, like make something up that makes no sense. Like, like here he lies 
Those who can't will not. And to be that is the only task we know, right? So something that gets set to write it. Yeah. But something that's so gibberish that people go, oh, I see what he's saying there. But (laughs) he didn't say anything. I used to do that. I'd write letters to people. My sister stayed at my house for a couple of weeks while her, while she was getting her construction on her house. And I wrote this letter and then I filmed her reading it on the stairs because it was like, Heather, I wanted you to know. And that's the only thing I'm going to say because now is it. So like, there's no noun. And she's just, she's just like, am I missing something? Is my brain? So I've always had this kind of joke thing and I would want to put that on my, that's on a good my head. That's that's a good yeah. Like yeah. Just something gibberishy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got some this or that that Amanda's gonna do. What is that? All right, mean? Just okay. like a, Do you Ooh. want this one or that? Just okay, got clearly. it. Yep. I won't All tell right. any stories. I won't. Tell and I preface with this: with, I did not make these up. Okay. I did. Oh. <laughs> rose right. or froze? Rose or froze? Froze. <laughs> Read a book or watch the movie. Watch the movie. I hate that answer, Bo. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but it's. it's I hey, can't it's lie true. to you. I can't lie to you guys. Drive or be driven? Drive. Brunch or happy hour? Happy hour. <laughs> Theme. <laughs> Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. I don't know how to Definitely use Spotify. Yeah. You don't know how to use, see, I don't know how to use Apple Music. Well, I don't know how to do Spotify. Pandora, I Spotify, I have no idea any of those things. It's probably pretty easy if I tried to learn, but I feel like I can't ever change the song when I want it. So On Spotify? Spotify? Yeah. Like you I want to pick pay more for all that. You have to build your own. Pl- I find I have to build a playlist. Cause I don't really know how to use it other than like, cause I don't listen to music that much. So I just like put in one, like this morning I was like, I really want to hear that song. This is America by childish Gambino. So I like put that in, listen to that. And then I turned it off. I was like, okay, done. I heard my one I song. In, I like, one song. album on Apple music. I'll find one I like, and I will just keep listening to that one over and over again until my kids basically force me to change it. Every time get to uh, I'm a creature of habit like that too. I just listen to like classical or spa. I listen to a lot yeah, of spa whatever. music, which I shouldn't admit to, but spa, spa. I just I, listen to spa I music. Like waterfalls. Well, yeah, but there's music behind it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything, anything like massage me. Like if you're getting a massage, that's the kind of music I like to yeah. listen to. Like a lute, like a lute yep. with a harp, or like a lute. Yeah, and like the tones, like it's like. Brrr. Yeah. I want to play the loot next time you go. You guys do your show. We did. Do you know the? Do you know like? No, I'm I just did, kidding. I don't know. Oh, we did a movie called Robin Hood with Russell Crowe, and yes, we, we had to learn to play the loot. Oh my gosh, do you have one? I don't. Damn, I don't. I didn't like to play it. I, I wasn't very good. <laughs> I didn't like to play it. The other guy was. Really that should good. be on your epitaph. Just right. Well, he, he, like to play it. <laughs> he sucked at the loot. Your life. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) I like it. I like it. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys. You guys are a bright shining stars. And I, I really enjoyed you. I I enjoy your show. And I'm so happy. This is your 10th season. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking hey guys. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I can't I wait to continue Scott. to watch. Thank you for doing I this. Love Thanks you. for being here, sharing all your wonderful stories. Thanks for asking. And SantaCon 2. Let's do it. SantaCon 2 coming out. Back on the wagon. <laughs> off the wagon. Off the way off, off the, the wagon. wagon. Way off. <laughs> I love it. Thank you guys so much. Women at what? Woman at bench.